We have so much to talk about, but uh-huh. I have to begin the show with the greatest food tip that I have learned in a long, long time. Okay. Are you ready for this? Are you ready to have your mind blown? Sure. Okay. Okay. Store-bought cupcakes. Mm-hmm. Tonight, after seeing one of the things that I'm going to talk about today, we had a taste for chocolate, specifically chocolate cake. The store did not have any. Mm. So the closest thing to it were cupcakes. That works. That were fairly frozen. Like the oh, icing yeah. on top was still a little frozen, you know what I mean? Yeah. You put a cupcake in the microwave for 12 seconds, you get the warmest, most delicious cupcake you've ever had in your life. Mm. It's so good. It like, didn't like delicious. melt the frosting bad. It's only 12 no. seconds, so no, it probably didn't. No, it does it, no, it absolutely completely and perfectly nuked the the icing to melt it. Nice. So, so you could have that that gush of of icing, mm. but it was worth it just to have the warm cake. Nice. It was stupid good. Was it buttercream frosting? No, it was some cheap bullshit. Uh, like, I want to even say whipped cream, because because like whipped cream, if you freeze it for a while, it stays like that frozen. It wasn't yeah. even a good buttercream. But the uh. cake itself was good. Well, that's good. That's good. You know, because nothing is more disappointing than something that you bite into and it's not worth the calories at all. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I'll tell you what. Wow. So food tip out there. Nuke a cupcake. Nuke the store-bought cupcake. Nuke the store-bought cupcake no longer than 12 seconds. As a matter of fact... 10 to 12 seconds, perfect. You're welcome. Good to know. Good to know. And away we go. Welcome back to The Watchlist with Patty and Bill. Make sure you log on to thewatchlistpod.com to check out all of our back episodes. Hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please engage with us on social media at symbol pirate Alice. That's her. At symbol Bill Ivory Larson. That's me. And at symbol the Watchlist Pod. That's us. And if you just happen to listen on Apple, please give us a five star <laughs> to appease the algorithm gods. What are you doing? Um. So I don't know what's going on here, but I. St- keep getting the smell of like cigarette smokes in my house but nobody here smokes and i'm wondering if it's because we have like the garage wall like we're we're like a townhouse even though there's yeah the the wall isn't like connected to the buildings next to us just the garage wall yeah yeah but somehow i don't know the smell's coming in here and when i breathe in too much it makes me cough so I've like oh, covered my terrible. face with a tissue to try and, you know, filter out the smell. Ah. You'll get that Kleenexy kind of smell. Uh I I also need to start with a huge congratulations to to two of our favorite and and most stalwart listeners, Garrett, Gary and Meredith, on the birth of their son Owen. Oh. Exciting! Congratulations! It's so you guys. cool, and the baby is so friggin' cute. Oh my god! Aww. Anyway, everybody is doing great, and and Gary and Meredith, congratulations! Mwah. I love you guys. I can't wait to meet Owen. So, there you go. Yeah. Ah, uh, I have three of the moment things. I Why only the have fuck two. am I so close to my camera? Jesus. <laughs> your camera's like it was just your mouth. Your eyes oh, aren't even on screen. The, oh, movie review. Look at me. I look like fucking job of the oh, you gotta All right. Turn the cam tilt it up cuz I'm just looking like nose down, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's like Jesus, the weirdest thing. Even, this is the weirdest thing. I, I I'm all in close. Oh my god, look at the triple chin. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what if I hit contain video? Oh, that's better. All right. Oh, I had something called contained video, and it actually pushed me away a little bit to a, oh, to a point okay. where I can actually stand it. All right. Check that out. 
So I have three things today, and they are all of the moment. They are all brand spanking new. Um, one is new. The other one was new a year ago, and I, I just discovered it. So it was okay. new for me. All right. So you've got how many things today? Just the two. All right. I've got three, which means... You go first. I go first. Ooh. I'm going to get the crap out of the way first. Okay. That 90s show. Oh, God. So we're at the movie theater tonight. Uh-huh. And we meet uh, some very good friends of ours, and one of whom is is Terry. Shout out to Terry. And one of the things that I love doing, I have always loved doing this. Thank you, Mom, for this. I always loved looking at movie posters, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was noticing all of the movie posters that the theater had up. Because I don't get to look at them very often because we don't go to the movies very yeah, often. Yeah, yeah, same. And I was and I was looking at the difference between all of the child-oriented movie posters, like Little Mermaid, or like kid-oriented posters, uh-huh. not child, but kid. Uh-huh. Um, Little Mermaid, Guardians of the Galaxy, Blue Beetle, um, uh, the another Disney movie that's coming out later. And they're all full of color. They're all like, you know, all that. And then when you get into the more serious posters, they all focused on faces. Mm. You had John Wick. You had the teaser poster for Indiana Jones. You had Creed Three. You had Scream 97. All of them fo- focused on the face. So Terry walks up and says, oh, look, it's all posters for just tired, retread, sequel type things. Right. (laughs) And it's true. It's absolutely the truth. Even though uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantum Mania looks absolutely out of this world. It looks great. So the reason I bring this up is because I always get a nostalgia for things. But there are some things that they should just let live without any kind of update or whatever. And one of those things is that 70s show. Correct. Now, I say all of that because I can't watch that 70s show anymore because of the actor Danny Masterson. Yep. The rapist Danny Masterson? Yeah, the rapist Danny Masterson. So I can't watch that show anymore. But they revamped that 90s show, and uh, I actually agree very much with one review of it. And, and so Donna, the red-haired girl, and Eric, the son of the parents in that show, eventually got married and had a kid named Leia. Mm-hmm. Because Eric on the show is a huge Star Wars fan. Correct. All right. So... <clears throat> Leia comes to visit Grandma and Grandpa, Red and Kitty Foreman. Mm-hmm. And the whole premise of the show is that she begs to stay with Grandma and Grandpa because she's kind of been sheltered all of her life. And okay. and so they have these shoehorned cameos come in of the old stars of that 70s show Including Mina, uh, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Okay. Later on in the in the first episode. But the show is awful. Is it? Is it really that bad? It's, there's no chemistry whatsoever with the kids, and they're just not funny. And and it's unfortunate because while the show has progressed enough to not have an all-white cast now, although um, Wil- Vilmer or Wilmer Valderrama was not. Yeah. Um, Fez. Fez, who was one of my favorites on the original He was series. one of my favorites, too. He, he was great. He was absolutely great. He's a great actor. This show has a far more ethnically and sexually diverse cast. But, the, but where they falter is, is also the, the poor Asian kid. He's just not likable the way that he's being played. And he's very annoying. Oh. So I'm looking at these reviews. They're obviously written by people who grew up in the 90s and the 2000s, so they don't really know any better. Mm -hmm. Just 
it's just not good. There's a there's a place for nostalgia, and we've said it before on this show, where certain things just live better in your memory and shouldn't be redone or rehashed yeah. or anything like that. Or expanded upon. I will not watch another episode of that 90s show. And where should you not look for it? Don't look for that 90s show on Netflix. Okay. All right. All right. So the older thing that I've found is a it's a limited series on Netflix and it is the dramatization of the whole Anna Delvey story. It's called Inventing Anna. Yeah. Yeah. You may have I remember that. I don't know if you reviewed it or not, but I didn't remember hearing about it at all I, until someone no. told me I should watch it. And I was like, okay. So Inventing Anna, as I mentioned, is the dramatization of this true story of Anna Delvey. Uh, she was she managed to con New York's rich elite into believing that she was a German heiress with a sixty That's million right. dollar trust fund. This is produced yeah. by Shonda Rhimes, and it's inspired by a New York Magazine article written by Jessica Pressler. And Anna Delvey is played by Julia Garner, who was Ruth on Ozark. The reporter, okay. like they've given her the name Vivian Kent. You know, as she's pretty much Jessica Pressler, but they named her Vivian Kent in this. She is played by Anna Klumsky, who you yeah. may remember from the movie My Girl. She was the child actress back then. He has to have his glasses. Yeah. Where are his glasses? glasses. Yeah. Exactly. So Anna Delvey, a.k.a. Anna Sororkin, which is her real name, she got into all the VVIP parties and the famous restaurants. She was living in hotels and jet-setting around the world with all these rich people. And then she wasn't paying the bills. And the hotels were like, look, man, you can't live here if you don't pay your bill. And you're racking up a pretty damn big bill. And so then she got arrested. She was also working on, she had this dream of this exclusive club, this art club foundation. She was going to name it the Anna Delvey Foundation. And she was going to lease the entire building that's known as the Church Missions House. It's on Park Avenue South in Manhattan. And so okay. she was going around to these banks and hedge funds trying to get this $20 million loan to make her dream a reality. And they were all like tripping over themselves to try and get her to apply through them to give her the money. But as banks are wont to do, they do their due diligence to make sure you have the collateral, whatever you claim you have, to be able to pay for this loan, you know, to pay it back. And then, you know, the money running out and getting her, not paying her hotel bills and that whole hedge fund loan business. Yeah. Yeah. Her world started to crumble down when she got, uh, she got caught. And yeah, she's not an heiress. She's not even German. She was born in Russia and emigrated to Germany with her family when she was 16. She's got a whole lot of nothing. But she, through social media and being next to the right people at the right time, she really made her a name for herself, man. I I just and all I these know how smart do you gain all rich those... people. Well, yeah. the, in the article that uh, Jessica Pressler wrote, um, she had an I she was saying that because when she had money, when Anna Delvey had cash in her she always she was always paying cash she was never paying with credit cards or anything and when she had the cash she was giving people hundred dollar tips and just buying stuff for people who already had money just she was throwing the money around like like it was water which is how you run out of money real fast and yeah. because of the thought of this 20 million dollar loan from a supposed heiress who's got to be good for it Right. Well, that will get them the big commissions and make their companies a lot of money and make them even more money. 
So the prospect of this rich girl, this 25-year-old rich girl coming and getting her money and getting on my docket to, for, as the one who brought her in with all her business, hell yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna ignore all the signs that she is a fraud and try and get her shit. <laughs> so w- would you recommend watching this? Absolutely. This was something fun. This was something fun to watch. And each, there's a, uh, I forget exactly how many episodes. There's only like, six or eight episodes and at the start every one of them has in there it says this story is completely true except for the parts that are false okay <laughs> or the, except for the stuff we made up or something like that and i did i found an article that told us like what was true and what wasn't so there's some stuff that's completely made up and then there's the stuff that's that's really true so they have some extra stuff in there for color, which is kind of fun anyway. It is a fun story. Just make sure, just remember that not all of this is exactly true, but when it is true, it is spot on. Like the, through the courtroom okay. stuff, it was almost like a fashion show for her. And somebody wow. started like the um, Anna Delvey trial wardrobe or whatever fashion show on Instagram. And those accounts still there. So you no could kidding. see the outfit in the show and then the outfit that she actually wore there. It's like the same. So that was exactly the same. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yeah. And, and where am I watching this? This is on Netflix. Yeah. And okay. just before you even watch it, there's a part in there where it makes it seem like a reporter, Vivian Kent, because Anna was offered a, a deal from the prosecution and it makes it seem like the reporter is talking her out of taking the deal. Because if she takes the deal, our reporter has no story. Which, that is just ethically bad for a journalist to do, A. Sure. And that did not happen. Anna chose not to take the deal and go straight to trial because she wants to be famous. Well, okay. Yeah. So go ahead and watch that. And then, as I as I did Google the fuck out of Anna Sororkin and then read all the articles to see where she is today. Cause it's something because the actual Anna Delvey has this weird accent. That's not really placeable. I mean, it's not r- Russian. It's not really German. Cause I heard some, re- some like interviews with her when I was doing my searching. And so uh, Julia Garner's accent seems like, what the f- what is she doing with her voice? And that's kind of, she's trying to get what Anna Delvey really has and not quite mm-hmm. doing it right, where it sounded, it sounds so fake. I mean, it sounds right. unbelievably fake, where I was thinking this girl was pretending to be German when she's really American, but no, she is, she is, you know, she's Russian and came from Germany. She's a German citizen. It's just Julia Garner didn't quite nail that accent in a believable way. Yeah, well. But you can get past that because, I mean, I got past it. I was willing to forgive. Yeah, Inventing Anna on Netflix. I recommend watching that. So remember my whole tirade against things that should not be redone? Yes. All right. So the second bit of nostalgia that I had was that I watched episode one of the revamped Night Court. Oh, I tried to do that as well. Here's where you and I are going to have words. Although it was Dwight's choice. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he fell asleep, I changed it. Wow. And I liked it. You did? So... For those of you who who never watched the original one, um, Harry Anderson, the magician, comedian, played a guy named Harry Stone, and he was the judge presiding over a Manhattan district night court. And the wackiness ensued from there, right? Well, in this revamped series, the new judge is Abby Stone, his daughter. And she's following in her father's footsteps as she presides over the night shift at the arraignment court in Manhattan. And John Larroquette 
who also serves as a produ- as an executive producer, along with Melissa Rauch, who plays Abby Stone, he comes back as Dan Fielding, the the public defender. He was previously and, the the prosecuting attorney. Uh, he, he was previously a DA. He wasn't a public defender. That's in the right. Original he series. was the prosecutor. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. In the original, yes. Now he's the defender, and. And Melissa Rauch's character convinces him to come back. There was something about this show that they kind of, at least to me, and this is where we're going to have words about this, it worked for me. It took a while to get into. They're trying to do the same characters again, like the bailiff, um the clerk character. I mean, and and actually the guy who plays the clerk, he was actually on Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. Wow, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but to me, I would watch more of it. I can't tell you why, but in that case, because Melissa Rauch, I think, worked decently with John Larroquette, that's the part that worked for me. Hmm. And why did you turn it off? Well, the judge isn't the one who goes to find the public defender for their courtroom. She's not the one who hires the public defender. The public defender is provided by by the city or the county, whatever, and they are assigned the cases that come in. <laughs> they are assigned cases. It's not like one guy who does everybody that night. And and the judge just can't bring in her buddy. That's just not how it works. So right there, that was my suspension of disbelief had me just stop right there. And then I started Googling the fuck out of night court and all that. And okay. <laughs> because I was just like, I just, I can't. I, I've watched too many lawyer shows and real crime shows to where this, that's not how it works. That's not how this works. It's not how anything but, works. But beside but no. that point, it was trying way too hard. It was just trying way too hard. Yes. And trying to be way too like, oh, remember how great this show was? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I'm not, uh, no. I'm just, this is not funny to me. There is nothing endearing or funny to me about this. Is he asleep yet? Thank God I could change the channel. Mm-mm. And I, and I agree with you on those points. I absolutely do. Because we have reviewed on this show How I Met Your Father. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> and they're, I mean, seriously, the amount of retreaded shows that we have watched, I can't even think of them all. I, I, like Quantum Leap is another one. Uh, I was you know, so that sad that back. that didn't work out. I really was. I, I, I wanted uh, that one to work. For some reason, I wanted that one to work. Did it officially get canceled? I have no idea. I think it's still on like Peacock or some shit. I don't know. I, I watched yeah. maybe half an episode and then oh, yeah. I gave I up. Out. I was like, I'm bored. And again, wa- part of why I didn't like Quantum Leap is that you could tell they were on the back lot of some studio uh, yeah. somewhere. And if you've ever taken a back lot tour, they have entire city blocks mapped out like two or three genuine city blocks where you know you could drive cars people Mm -hmm. can walk in and out of storefronts i mean it's pretty elaborate but you can tell if you know what you're looking for and it just looks so fake to me i am tired and we had a discussion shout out to david by the way what's up hey david we we were having a text thing back and forth about tired retread shows and how we don't need any more of them which goes back to the whole Terry conversation we had in the movie theater because all we're getting now are sequels and all that other sort of jazz. And everything I've complained about since we started the podcast. Well, yes, <laughs> and, I, and I don't disagree with you. Some of it works, some of it doesn't. I can't believe fucking Magnum P.I. is still on. It's going into its sixth season. Seriously? It got canceled, it got canceled by CBS. It got picked up by NBC. Huh. I sure didn't did. watch it at all. Neither did I. Neither did I. And we're looking at each other like, this has been on for six fucking years already? Seriously. And I was a huge fan of the original one with Tom Selleck. I didn't really watch it I thought that was a pretty good show. But my debate with you is, you went down the rabbit hole 
of checking out what Night Court is actually like and, and doing all this it's other It's a tourist stuff. attraction, amazingly enough, in New York. People go to New York and go to Night Court as tourists, which it's not no meant shit. for tourism at all. No, it's actual crime It's like and really shit, shit like, happening, like, yeah, stuff going down. But yeah. people, yeah. People go to Night Court because they saw the show and they want to see what, you know, they no heard about shit. Night Court in New York. No shit. Like yeah. actually going to Cheers. All right. Yeah. In Boston. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, uh, that was my rabbit <laughs> yeah, hole. Except... I learned that down my rabbit hole. I'm like, this is fucked up, man. This is fucked up. But if you watch shows like Law and Order, mm -hmm. they make a case look like it was done in a couple of months. Yeah. And if you and if you really go down that rabbit hole, they make it sound like lickety split. You know, they put the case together, they got through the law. You know, they got through the the law part, and went straight to the order part. When it usually takes months and months and months to do something like that. Yeah. So I I just choose to suspend disbelief. Well, night at court least is is. It is meant to move a little quicker for and it's designed for people who have like jobs where they can't get to court at a reasonable time and just sure. to make that like speedy trial thing happen. Right. You like know, fifty like hours arraignments community service that, done. Yeah, some boom. of it's like arraignments and all that kind of yeah. It's like really right. it's not meant to be like a murder trial. It's right. Like, the yeah. heart of it is the show. Yeah. Where it's quick and easy, you bring in the next person, you bring yeah. in the next one, here's yeah. the file, here's the caseload, blah. I just, there was just something about it to me that I didn't mind it. Mm. Again, I can't put my finger on it. Did I, should I recommend it to you guys out there? Your lives are not going to be improved at all by watching this show. As opposed to something like Big Bang Theory or even the original Night Court. You want to watch some decent funny stuff, watch the original Night Court. That was pretty good. But try to find something original out there. Yeah, this, yeah. I feel because, like uh, sitcoms have lost their, their uh, oomph or something because they're just not funny. No, they're not. All the and sitcoms throwing... I've seen so far are just not funny. If you look at and and they they've debated this for for many years now about giving casting Oscars and casting Emmys and so forth. When you put together a great cast, like The Big Bang Theory or Friends, the person who at the or time or Friends yeah. or or just shows that work. Mm -hmm. When you when you find a chemistry between the actors, when you and you could look at them and say, yeah, they probably do hang out after work. <laughs> you know, they just don't drive up to the lot, say their line, and and leave. Mm -hmm. Then you've got a good show because you've automatically got people who genuinely like each other. Yeah, yeah. The thing about that '90s show, I sh I am sure that they will get to know each other, but you could just tell they were all like, "All right, it's your turn." All right, it's your turn. Ooh. All right, it's your turn. So, Night Court, I watched it on Peacock because you can you can watch it on Peacock. Do you need to know? Are you going to hate it? I don't know. But I liked it enough that I actually might keep going, at least for another episode or two. Okay. And for we'll people see. who don't have Peacock, it's on NBC. Yeah, it's You're a, over like the air regular, NBC live TV. Yeah, regular yeah. NBC. Oh my god! Yeah. I actually just talked about a show that people can watch over the air. Right? Isn't that something? Oh my god! All right. All right. What's your next? My next. Your last. My thing? last thing is The Last of Us Ooh. on HBO Max. Ooh, I want to watch. It's that. the show based on the PlayStation video game of the same name. And it stars Pedro Pascal, our our friend the Mandalorian, Bella Ramsey, mm -hmm. who is that kick-ass Liana Mormont from Game of Thrones. 
Okay. She's the little Oh, the the, the little girl. The, the little the little girl queen. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god, she kicks ass. She kicks ass little girl Leanna Mar- Mormont. Yeah. And it also has Her. Anna Torv from Fringe on there. Which I did not recognize Anna Fringe. Torv at all. Did not recognize her immediately. And then later on I caught on. Um so we open the show. It's 2003. And this fungal infection begins to spread, and it turns its victims into bloodthirsty attackers. Yeah. Wait a minute. It's a video game, man. A it's a video game. Wait a uh-huh. minute. I'm sorry. You're you're saying that athlete's foot brings about the zombie Hey, apocalypse. fungus, man. It's fungus. <laughs> there's there's a little wow. blip at the beginning, like an interview on some British talk show. Uh. With a, two guy, a guy talking, and it's like supposed to be the '60s, where a guys talking about, you know, fungus and how it can be the next big nasty thing. So then, 2003, wow. we find out, you know, that's when it opens, and we meet Joel, and we learn who Joel is. He's our lead main guy, our our Mandalorian, and we see the shit that happens to him. I don't want to give any of the shit away. And then we jump 20 years later. And that fungal infection has sparked a global pandemic and chaos is reigning. And we see Joel now and what his life is like. And he's a smuggler and he has been tasked with ex- escorting teenage Ellie, who is Bella Ramsey, across the post-apocalyptic United States. So there's something special about Ellie, but we don't really know what it is. Unless you've played the video game, then you totally know what it is. I have never played... The Last of Us, because I do not have a PlayStation. I have never had a PlayStation. So I'm just going to go out on a limb uh-huh. and guess. I'm not going to tell you if you're right or wrong, because I don't know what's special about her. I understand. But I'm saying this just to throw it out there, because I don't know. This is not a spoiler, because this is just a guess. That either she is immune, and he is trying to escort her to some place so that they can find the cure for this fucking thing, or she's pregnant. <laughs> you know, yeah. like ch- like children of men where, you know, whatever. But my money is on the fact that she is actually immune and they need to keep her alive to synthesize a an antidote to athletes. Foot. <laughs> to the killer athletes. Foot. So, <laughs> so is the yeah, my foot's like, fuck you. You haven't washed me in a month. Mwah, 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 I'm going to eat you. Yeah. Um, is this worth watching? I really like the first episode. It is the only one available at this time. Well, no. When the podcast hits, there will be two episodes because it releases on Sundays. So Sunday, January 22nd is when the next episode comes out. So that's when there will be two episodes. So I'm thinking I might wait, though, until there's quite a number out there of episodes. Yeah. So that yeah. I could just, like, bam, bam, bam. Because that, that, this one ended, and I'm like, Fuck, there's only the one? Ah! <laughs> I need more. Cool. Yeah. Like the athlete's foot. Yeah. I need to eat more people <laughs> and their feet. Okay. Well, good. The so, Last yeah. of Us is worth Last watching. Last of Us, it's on HBO Max. Shocker. I actually went to the movies tonight. What? I know. What did you go see? The new Tom Hanks movie, A Man Named, A Man Called Otto. Oh. So there was something about the trailer about a grumpy man that just appealed <laughs> to me. Because I am a grumpy son of a bitch when I want to be. I, I grouse about neighbor. I am your typical grumpy old man. Like, mm-hmm. why are those kids on those bikes? <laughs> go home. Don't you have school to go to? I am that guy. So when you get a movie starring Tom Hanks, who is, first of all, a very nice fellow. Because remember when we worked for Iltis, we had PA tours and all that. Yeah, I never got to meet him. him Met him when he was doing the tour for The Lady Killers, the remake of that. Mm -hmm. And I also met him when I did the PR for the Chicago Film Critics Awards when he won for The Road to Perdition. Ah, okay. Very nice man. Awesome dude. Uh, makes great movies on the side. Anyway, <laughs> he plays... Um, let me get to the official synopsis. 
Um, this is actually a remake of a Swedish movie, by the That's way. That's what I thought. So, yeah, when a lively young family moves in next door, grumpy widower Otto Anderson meets his match in a quick-witted pregnant woman named Marisol, leading to an unlikely friendship that turns his world upside down. Ooh. And it's adapted from a man called Ovi. Okay. Uh, which is, uh, it's a Swedish thing, uh, drama about a widower, uh, angry man next door, blah, blah, blah. Any hoozy. I went into this movie and I started watching it going, he's a, he's a little too gruff. <laughs> like being gruff for gruff's sake, uh -huh. just to establish his character. And you find out through the course of the movie what he is trying to do when you meet him. I'm not going to spoil anything because this movie just hit theaters. Okay. I mean, brand spanking new, it's right? It's fresh. It's fresh. Fresh, 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 fresh. <laughs> I don't know why I did it I like that. I kind of like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Certified fresh, fresh, fresh. Anyway, the watch list. Uh, Actually got released last week, by the way. Yeah, what? It got released last week. I oh, made that mistake. Okay. Released January the thirteenth. Well, anyway, as the movie went on, not only did you get used to his gruff, you see his arc and it explains why. And before I knew it, I was actually fighting crying. Oh, and I, and I have said this before on this podcast, if I go into something not wanting to see it and I come away really liking it, it was really good. So did you not want to see this? No, I did okay. want to see it okay. because I wanted to see a grumpy old man. I, gotcha. I, I fully okay. Okay. relate to grumpy old mandom. But what I wasn't liking is that also the score in the movie is one of those real light scores like bunk, 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 bunk. And I can't even describe it. Mm. But it's meant to keep you lighthearted. I see. Okay. And I guess that's there very selectively so that no matter what you're seeing on screen, trust us, we got you. Just wait. Just wait. You know. Mm -hmm. And it does. But as this movie is going on and you get to the heart of Tom Hanks's character, God damn it, if I wasn't welling up with tears. <laughs> and I and I and I was like, damn it. Why do I care? <laughs> I would absolutely recommend seeing A Man Called Otto. All right. And I am glad, and, and of course Laura was with us tonight, and I said to her, I'm glad I saw this in a movie theater mm -hmm. because I don't think I would have streamed it. Oh. And she said, you're right. This is not your cup of tea. If you're looking for something to stream, you would not have seen this. Yeah. She might have, but I would not have. So I'm glad we made a purposeful night out of going to see this. Now, our friend Terry had seen the original Swedish film. Oh, okay. And both she and Laura had read the source material novel. Oh, okay. Now, I'm going to go look up the original because apparently you can watch it on Amazon Prime. Oh, the original one, that okay. is. And, of course, they say certain other things are developed more, it's better. Blah, 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 blah. But I wanted to go into this pure. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, here's just the American version. Yeah. So that I'm not, you know, disappointed in yeah. any way. Not saying that Terry was disappointed, but she she liked the Swedish version better for different reasons. But I'll tell you what. A Man Called Otto is pretty damn good. And the woman who plays Marisol in that movie, The Neighbor, and I'm going to get you her name in Two Shakes of a Lamb's Tale. Her name is Mariana Trevino. Okay. She is so good in this movie oh. as the pregnant neighbor that I wish that this movie had come out closer to November, December. Oh, yeah. So that she would be considered for Oscar. 
Because she is the true definition of a supporting actor. She moves the action along without being its main focus. She does an incredible job, and we all universally agreed she is the best part of this movie. Oh, better than Tom. In some parts, yeah. Ooh. Because she's your on board. Mm-hmm. Where you have a character who is very standoffish like Hanks is in this movie. She's the one who brings you along. Like, it's okay. You can talk to him. He's fine. You know, he may be gruff, but I'm not scared of that. Okay, come on. Let's go. Okay. And 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 she will just warm the fuck out of your heart. It's great. Mm. Other characters are a little one note. She is not. Okay. She's so good in this. And I and I don't know if the movie got like a like a a week's release in December, you know, to qualify for Academy consideration before its wide release. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm. But it's the kind of movie that I hope, if it didn't for 2022, is on people's lips for 2023 later on in the year. Yeah. I would definitely put her in the conversation for a short list. Okay. But it's A Man Called Otto. It is in movie theaters. It's not streaming anywhere. All right. It's a good use of $13. Okay. Uh, So... I, I don't even know. I'm kind of I'm kind of shocked that I actually watched something that's actually over the air <laughs> and went to the movies like a normal person. Whoa. But I have to tell you, yeah. on a Friday night, the movie theater looked like a fucking Tuesday night. Really? It was not crowded at all. Wow. And we went to the 650 show, so it should have been jumping in yeah. that theater. Are there any really big movies opening today? Avatar. That's been out oh, for a while. Oh, big movies opening today. Uh, let's see, movies. Talk amongst yourselves, folks. Uh, new movies in theaters now. Uh, no, Megan's been around. Missing Puss in Boots, Auto, Avatar, Plane. Uh. Oh my God, that's right. They remade House Party. I don't know why. What? Uh, I don't know. Let me click on that for a hot second. I can't believe they fucking remade House Party. Although the poster is is very kind of old 70s retro. That's kind of neat. No, it doesn't look like anything huge open. So it's going to be a weak box office weekend. So that would probably why it was... An empty theater is my guess. I know, but but even on a even on a Friday or Saturday night, I would expect it to be more hopping than a it, Tuesday. It would, look. it would be more hopping, right? <coughs> and of course, now that I now that I pull up Fandango, there's this big ass ad on uh, on the side for a man called Otto <laughs> holding this cat that actually has a little bit part oh, in this cute. movie. Okay. It was, it, was, it was so good. God damn you, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Why are you such an American treasure? Uh, Any So I don't have so. details, but on my local news, they mentioned that Regal is closing up a yeah. bunch of their screens. Yeah. Two of them in Chicago. Are. I want to say it's like around 40 total, maybe ish. 35, 40 nationwide. Yeah, actually, uh, they're going to close two movie theaters here in New Jersey after filing for bankruptcy. Uh, The list of closures includes theaters in 20 states. Okay. And regionally, uh, Washington, uh, here, uh, regionally, New Jersey, Washington, D.C. Yeah, its parent company, Cineworld, filed for bankruptcy. Mm. And it's, it's sad, but... I've I've said it. Yeah. I said it before. I will say it again. Theaters will go away. Um, let me see. Uh, hang on a second. Thirty-nine theaters. Okay. okay. Are gonna shut down. 
I, I'm telling you, the only chain that's uh, that's eventually going to be left is AMC. Ah. I like the Regal and... Theater better. <laughs> it's just oh, I'm not saying I the just Regal like theaters. it better. It's got more comfortable seats. The AMC doesn't have comfortable seats. <laughs> well, I was in a um, at least the uh, one near um, me. Oh, I was in a Cinemark tonight, and the seats were awesome, comfortable. Nice. Uh, it was it was beautiful. Oh, I will never go back to old shitty theater yeah, seats. It, if the I AMC in, my, in around here, out in my mm. suburb, still has the shitty old seats. Uh, so that's why that I make sucks. the trek a little bit further to the Regal because it's got the nice recliner seats and yeah. Well, and I, and I will say this too. And I don't mean to take up people's time, but thank you for hanging out with us while we talk about this. Because this is going to lead into my my question. Mm -hmm. So those old-timey seats are not only not as wide, they are only friendly to thin people. Oh, totally, yeah. And and I say that in part not just because of the width of the seat, but also those hard plastic fucking armrests Mm -hmm. that you catch your ass on. Yes. When and and I and I say this as a big person, and I love big big people. I am a big people, yep. but trying to squeeze my fat in between those two hard ass oh, plastic man. armrests, I have I have ripped a pair of Ooh, pants ouch. doing that. Ooh, well, and it sucks. It does. There's nothing. Yeah, you, can you do can't do anything it. about it. And then what if you have to jump up right away? You get a cramp. You got to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas the recliner seats, they're perfect. You just roll it back. You get up. You come back. You know. <laughs> you know. Well, if I gotta jump up I, real, I, I, I can't jump up real quick from those because no. I'm short, so I'm mush- pushed back a bit to sit back in the seat. Oh. <laughs> so I gotta wiggle my way forward <laughs> to get my feet to touch the ground, so I can then jump up and run off to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> But here's but here's my question for everybody. Log on to the watchlistpod.com, click on the contact us button, or hit us up on social media at symbol the watchlist pod, at symbol Bill Ivory Larson, at symbol Pirate House. Do you believe that theaters are going to close down in your lifetime? I do. I have said it since the first time we ever discussed it. I think that movie theaters are trying to strong arm Hollywood. And yeah, there are movies that are huge successes like ugh, Avatar and other theater and other movies that I will absolutely see on a big screen like Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania looks so good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see that on a big screen. But eventually my 65-inch TV is going to turn into a 75 or an 85-inch screen. Mm-hmm. I've already got the sound system for it. So eventually, one of these days, movie night's going to be at Uncle Bill's house. Do you house. need a really big room for that size screen, though? What you actually need is more distance between where you sit and where the TV is placed. The The technical answer to your question is okay. yes. Because you don't want to be uber close to an 85-inch screen. Right. But to watch... Up to 100 inches, you just need to be 10 feet away. Okay. And it's the distance so that you don't have to keep bobbing your neck back and forth like a tennis match. Oh, yeah, match. to look at each half of the screen, yeah. To look at each half of the screen. 10 feet back. Okay. Um, so it is a shame. I've worked in a movie theater. You have worked in a mm-hmm. movie theater. It was fun. It was awesome. I loved working in a movie theater. Uh, But it's changed. Tonight, a Friday night, even with older movies, it would be jumping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really would be because you would get that tertiary crowd of people. Well, we haven't seen Avatar and we're waiting for it to die down. Perfect night to go. The new Tom Hanks movie is out. Let's go see the Tom Hanks movie. Oh, we got fucking Puss in Boots. Now we got something to do with the kids who want to see it again perfect time yeah. right nope 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 mm. i think i just jiggled my camera ah. it was all anyway so log on let us let us know also movies like top gun maverick which were awesome in a movie theater black panther wakanda forever awesome in a movie theater mm-hmm. 
Is that enough to keep your local movie theater going? Would you go see something like A Man Called Otto on a, on a big screen? Or are you going to wait? Like, nah, it looks good enough. I'll wait for it to stream. Are you going to do that? Because you know what just started streaming today and I can't fucking wait to watch it? Violent Night. <gasps> oh, I want to see it's that. I want to see that. I oh, so I do, too. That. That's going to be reviewed next yeah, week. Anyway. Totally. Where's it at? So, Peacock. Okay. Yeah, it's on Peacock, and I was so excited to see that. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was a little I was giddy as a schoolboy. But anyway, um, so I just think movie theaters are going to go away. This is just another nail in the coffin the closing of these 39 theaters. And let us know what you guys think about that. I, I don't know what kind of draw these theaters have. Yeah, I'm not sure. Either. One of the theaters in New Jersey is in a town called Hamilton. And Hamilton is also home to a 24-plex AMC oh, geez. theater. Okay, yeah. So it doesn't need two gigantic theaters. No. There's only so many movies, really, you know? There's only so many movies. And depending on the amenities, the food, proximity to other shit. As a matter of fact, this Cinemark that we went to tonight is kind of in this, I want to say suburban, like strip, like perfect strip mall area. So you've got um, up at the top of the hill, you've got a Taco Bell, which leads into the Walmart. The Walmart then leads into like Chinese food, an Applebee's, you've got a workout center, you've got all these stores and stuff, you can get your nails done, you got a great clips there, and it's surrounded by, you know, these, um, I don't want to say row home townhouses. Okay. Like, oh, this would be pretty baller to live here, because you got everything at your fucking fingertips. Yeah. You know, but in the heyday of movie theaters, oh God, the traffic would be oh, awful. God, yeah. You know, yeah. cars coming in and out. But anyway, I digress. So anyway, that's all I got today. That's all I got now too. Everybody, thank you for listening. Again, please click on that uh, subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcast. We want sponsorships. <laughs> okay. I would love to be sponsored. Yes, I am a I am a sponsor whore, and I am trolling for sponsors <laughs> right now. All right. Well, you have yourself a good week. Everybody, have a great yes. week. Actually, is this week when the Oscar nominations are going to Maybe. Come out? I forget when we said. All right, folks. Just hang on two shakes of water. Oh, tail. God. <laughs> Oscar nomination. What do you mean, oh, God? Shut up. Yeah, Tuesday, January 24th. So, so people, tomorrow the Oscar nominations will Excellent. come out, and my Eagles will have won their divisional game. Yeah, football, sports. That's right, Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> All right, everybody, have a great have a great week, and we will we will talk about the Oscar nominations too. Yeah. All right, because we got to start watching that shit. All right, everybody, have a great week. Enjoy yourselves, be safe out there, and we will catch you next time. Okay, okay bye. bye.